welcome you to the voice of the Minion Broadcast radio show. This is Minister Alexander Jones and Apostle Chris Ward. We're bringing you the Word of God with fire, power, and authority. We thank you for tuning in to his broadcast or the podcast, if you're listening on the podcast, on Anchor.fm, Voice Dominion Radio Show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can contact us at World International, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. You can write us at, uh, call us at 424-261-3208. You can email us at wardint at hotmail.com and put the subject voice dominion on the, on the subject line. And then you can come and visit us at 9815 South Vermont at the Direct Christian Church, Los Angeles, California, 903 Every Saturday morning from 8.30 to 11, we have our live worship service there. If you want to go to our website, you can go to www.gamn.life. And if you can go to our YouTube channel to catch all the Saturday services, if you aren't able to make it, you can go to the Voice of Dominion broadcast, search for that channel on YouTube, and every week we have our weekly service up there. And we for last week, we talked about the Pentecost. We just experienced the Pentecost last week on June 9th. And... We talked about the ministration of the Holy Spirit and receiving the Holy Spirit and the power and the connection between the Holy Spirit and the Pentecost. Apostle. Praise the Lord. Um, doing some real uh, study here, and we just want to bring awareness to the place that, and I'll start here in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Actually, let me read down a little bit because it's at the beginning of the show. I always run out of time at the at the at the last minute, got about 90, 90 more thing, ninety more points I want to make. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. Listen, every Saturday morning at eight thirty at ninety eight fifteen South Vermont, you can come and fellowship with us. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit at any time, you can call me at four two four two six one three two zero eight. You can text me there, and I'll call you back. Make an appointment to call you back to see you be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm really believing God that through the Global Apostolic Ministerial Network or GAM Life um, Crusades that we'll do, that the Holy Spirit is going to be sweet. But I've had visions and dreams years ago when I, I never forget this one. The first one I had, I had just gotten filled with the Holy Spirit and had really started to pray. And I remember I went to sleep. I still had a lot of sin in my life, a lot of stuff that I was trying to shuck. You know, it's like. Before you can get to the corn, you got to get all the shuck and all that straw and stuff off of the corn. And God was still shucking me. He had me in his shucker. He was shucking me. I had came out of the NFL and was living a horrendous life, divorced, broke. You know, but I look at these NFL players today. He make $27 million a year and don't want to go to go, don't want to go to training camp. Don't want to go to the offseason training. You you knew on the team, don't want to go to the offseason training. What's wrong with you, man? The people paying you $24 million a year. Go to, go to work. Come on, you busy. You got some adjustments you need to make. These athletes today are so spoiled. They are, man. Listen, shoot. I remember making $20,000 my first year in the league. Twenty grand. Number four player taken in the first grand round made $20,000. Man. I had a... So much. Listen. I spend more for lunch than on that than I do this. You know. <laughs> and my life is so far superior from 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 what what I 
the lifestyle that I had then, because now I have peace and rest. The only thing that really gets under my skin is the body, is the position of the body of Christ and their apathetic position mentally and in their souls, not really being driven and concerned about what's happening to all the other people. That really bugs me. That's the only thing. That's like having a rock in my shoe. It's like having a, you know, you, you, sometimes you, you cut yourself on one of your fingers, okay? You now, that's on your right hand and your left. If you're right-handed, you got a nasty cut right near the finger fingernail. You ain't, you, I don't care what you do. You ain't going to forget about it. You go to brush your teeth. You're looking at that thing because mm. it ain't healed up yet. You understand what I'm saying? Or just be in the weight room and drop a 25-pound weight on your toe, okay? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah just, just try that one time. And uh, I had somebody tell me, Man, your feet, your toenails look crazy. You know why? I had 350-pound men with three-quarter inch steel, steel spikes stepping on them for, eight, for more than eight years, uh, 12, 13 years. Back then, they had steel, three-quarter, half-inch, and if it was muddy or the field was soft, they wore three-quarter inch steel spikes at the end. This rubber stuff that they got because they're always on turf now, and they, got even, they, even have, uh, they even have grass shoes now that are rubber that are made to, to grip on rubber. But back then, we had steel spikes. My right toenail, I pray on it. Hallelujah. It don't hurt me or nothing, but when I look at it, it's all black and look crazy, and I'm praying God. It looks a lot better now, okay, because I've been praying about it. But let's talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit because that's what we really need to do. The Holy Spirit allows the compassion of God from the inside out so that we can, you know, religion experiences God from the outside in. Oh, say loud, man, I just dropped a nugget on you. Religion always talks about the flesh from the outside in. Don't do this. Don't do that. This is how we do it. It's the flesh moving from the inside out. Okay. Relationship in the Holy Spirit is dealing, God dealing with you from the inside out, not the outside in. Man deals with you from the outside in by what they can see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. The Holy Spirit deals with you from the inside out to perfect your soul, how you think, how you see. He gives you wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counseling, might, so that you have mental intuition to rightly decipher circumstances. Okay, and not like the little monkey that was in the cage. See what happened. I told this little story about these two monkeys on the last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one monkey was getting grapes and the other one was getting cucumbers and grapes was considered by the monkeys the highest and juiciest and best thing that you could eat. They love them things, man. And you know, rich people, they eat what they love because if it costs them $200 a plate, $300 a plate, if it costs them uh, $800 a week salary for a cook to make any to send them out to the grocery store to get whatever their little heart desires, mm -hmm. they eat the best food they should. If they don't, shame on them. I do, and I ain't I ain't nowhere near where I'm going to be financially, but I eat the best food. We, me and my wife try to eat clean, man. And try not to eat. Listen, I'm, I'm really doing good. I know I'm off, the, I'm off the train, I'm off the tracks, but let me just say this, and it's the power of the Holy Spirit because I'm getting ready to give a testimony with it. I've had no pastry sweets. It's been three weeks now, maybe four. Wow. I normally have to have me a cookie. Praise the Lord. Something. You know, they got a bakery here. Oh my God, cobbler's creams and cakes. They make the they make a six inch 
oatmeal cookie, and they make them. They have some. They make them without raisins, which I really like because you don't need the raisins if the oatmeal cookie is made right. It has enough sugar in it to hit that sugar thing right after you get done eating. It's, it's, I heard a preacher say, "I don't know why we developed this tradition of having to have something sweet at the end." Well, I fell into it for uh, sixty something years. <laughs> but I broke that thing. I got one more habit I need to break, and God darn it, I'm gonna be free. A little, little, little TV character say free. Yeah, it was, but it's the power of the Holy Spirit. And my wife, she filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't need that, Chris. She'll say, "Oh, you're doing so good," and that's the Holy Spirit encouraging me. See, the Holy Spirit works with people from the inside out. And the only way you're going to break bad habits and, and iniquity that's been in your family for generations, it has to be the Holy Spirit. And it's a process of transformation of your soul. You have to get to the place where you know and mentally, yes. through mental acuity and wisdom, you know it's not good for you to eat that. You don't wait till you have a heart attack, stroke, aneurysm. Till your heart ain't operating right, to some, till you got varicose veins or you, you you got arteries that's clogged up. You don't wait till you got to have a surgery to do it. That's not wisdom. And the Holy Spirit will help you start right now. You want a new life in Christ Jesus with all the power you will ever need to make changes and to dominate the flesh realm. And that includes what you do with your time, what you say with your mouth, and what happens to your money. Hello. He's there for you. He wants to do it. Come and see me at 9815 South Vermont Avenue at the Do-Right Christian Church there. Uh, and that's in Los Angeles, California, 90044. Come and see me. If you're going to be visiting L.A., you need to come over there. I will pray for you. The Bible says, and the apostles laid their hands on the people, and they began to speak in other tongues. We will pray for you at the end of the service, and you will speak with other tongues, and it will be the first day of the rest of your life because the Holy Spirit will come in power and majesty and change your life and fill the church up. And we will have a good shout. If you unsaved, you come and get saved. If you don't get saved on this show here, you come on down there. If you're not going to make the confession of faith, because we're going to say it here. But it says here, I'm in Acts 2.35, until I make thy thy foes thy footstool. Now I'm jumping in the middle of of, of a sermon that Peter is preaching here, okay? And I don't have time because we only got a 30-minute show, and I spent 10 minutes talking about the Holy Spirit and what he's doing for me, okay? And, you know, as I was driving and, and my heart had become sorrowful about what's going on with the world and the apathetic position that the body of Christ is in, they're missing the greatest miracle that you could ever take place in. One was the death, burial, and the, 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 the descension of Jesus, the ascension of him in the body, him completing the sin sin course and going to that cross through the death, burial, and resurrection. Two is the Holy Spirit coming, okay, to the, to the apostles and disciples at the time. There was 120 of them in the upper room. Three is you getting saved and receiving Jesus Christ, you repenting and receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And four is you getting filled with the Holy Spirit. I tell my wife all the time. I say, you're the greatest gift I ever had besides Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. I still remember the day I got filled with the Holy Spirit because it was the first day of the rest of my life. I realized that the person who created the universes with two words and released omnipotent power, the universes of 
I'm still watching the show called How the Universe Works. And that power is still being released a billion years later. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit set that in motion because if you go back to Genesis chapter 1, you can see that the Bible said he hovered over the universe to recreate the earth. Oh, my God. What? Power release like never before. And so it says here, and as, you know, June 9th is the beginning of Pentecost uh, here. And I'm, if I get a chance, I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 30. Okay. Matthew chapter 13. So y'all get your Bibles and go there. Hint, hint, hint. Matthew chapter 13. Okay. Don't be fumbling around when I get ready. <laughs> Acts 2.36. Read that for me. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that the God have made the same Jesus who you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Go ahead. Now, when they heard this, they pricked. They were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? What are we going to do? He preached to them until they became convicted. And see, that's what I try to do intentionally. Every time I take a pulpit in a public place, I want to lay something on the people so when they go home, before they can go to sleep at night, they got to consider what they heard coming out of me. Because the body of Christ is apathetic and selfish. It's thinking about my family, my kids, my car, my house, my money. Meanwhile, people are dying. And guess what? It costs you nothing except 20 bucks to go to Amazon and order the book Radical Evangelism. Apostle Chris Ward, Voice of, the, the Voice of Dominion, is part of our media package. You go there and you order Radical Evangelism. And guess what? If you can't afford the $20, write me at Ward International, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308, and I'll send you a free copy. I send you a free copy because that's how much I care about you getting on the team. Hello. Keep reading, Alex. For the promise is unto you. Tell them what verse you at now. Verse 38. Then, uh-huh. then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So you're going to have to repent for you have to re- You have to believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and you must make that confession in faith. Okay, read. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That, 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 listen, that verse right there kicks all religious mindsets to the curb because I have heard in all these different religions, and then you say you have some that say they do believe in the Holy Spirit. However, nobody in the church where they're at is, is filled with the Holy Spirit because they, they don't know how to administer it. See, it was administered by the apostles. The apostolic doctrine has to be reinstituted for that to happen. Because, you you know, the apostles bring correction, preach kingdom. This is a kingdom practice here. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is a kingdom practice. And then to bring into manifestation the apprehension of signs, miracles, and wonders. And you can't do it without the apostle. That's why you got, because of the, the, 
disintegration of relationship with the apostles that God has been sending over the generations is why you got all these religions and all this we don't do it that way and this is how we do it and all that and you can't find it that's why now the Holy Spirit can't because they're not even preaching this you want to be filled call me 424-261-3208 okay it says here in verse 39 for the promise is unto you and to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So that catapulted being filled with the Spirit into the modern day life that we live in. Anybody who's alive who has received Jesus Christ, okay, can ask and believe they receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And if their heart is open and they're really going, and see, there's another scripture that says, God gives the Holy Spirit to those who are obedient. Now, I have laid hands on people, and there's been a lot of people that have not been able to speak in other tongues. The evidence is they speak in other tongues. Let's go here and let's see it. Uh, I didn't prepare that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they had already spoken other tongues in this chapter, if you read it, read it up. But if you go to Acts chapter 2, I think it's 8 and 10, you will see. You see it here in Acts chapter 2. They were filled and they, and they spoke in other tongues. The, speaking in other tongues is the actual physical manifestation. You're not gonna, you, I ain't going to say you're not going to get tongues of fire burning your house up like it was there or, or appearing in a in, in 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 a in a magnificent display of physical power, which is the Holy Spirit in tongues of fire, you may not get that, but the fire of God will fall on you, and you can speak in other tongues, and you need to speak in other tongues, and that is the testament. Because most of the people, yes, are you filled with the Spirit? Yes, I'm. Yes, brother, I'm filled. You ask them, well, what is the evidence of that? Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear that? That wasn't nothing wrong with your radio. That's what you hear when you ask somebody, what is the evidence of being filled with the Spirit? Y'all want to hear the answer again? Here it is. It's absolutely quiet in here. You might hear the clock ticking in the studio. Listen. Time is going on, and you can't afford to live another minute or another day of your life without being filled with the Holy Spirit. No one had to administer it to me. I was listening to a, uh, an apostle on, on on television. He said, if you want to be filled with the Spirit, order this book. He didn't even lead people to be filled with the Spirit on the, on the television. He said, if you want to be filled with the Spirit, order this book. But he was preaching, and, and I gained enough faith by what he was preaching about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Because I had cried out to the Lord, and I had some habits that, you know, when I came out in the NFL, man, I didn't see no way in the world to break them. Do you understand what I'm saying? No way in the world. It was a glutton. And you know what? And it comes out of a God-given gift that I have. Somebody said, being a glutton is a God-given gift? No, to be overindulgent. Somebody said, that's a gift? Yes. As long as it's directed at the Lord to over to gorge yourself on kingdom principles, precepts, the commandments of the Lord, and to be thirsty and hungry for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit every day to the place where you just can't get enough. Now let's flip that in the flesh. 
I was trying to fill that with food at one point, over 500 pounds. And when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, God started working with me. And I'm officially 200 and something pounds down now. Hello. Is anybody listening to me? Power of the Holy Spirit. Power of the Holy Spirit. Alex, uh, when did you get filled with the Holy Spirit? We're going to put you on the spot today, brother. We're going to examine you. I believe it was December or January of 2006. And where were you at? At Englewood High School. You was at Englewood High School? And tell, tell the people what happened. It was my first day coming to the Bible study that we had in room I ate. And uh, you and your wife had, at the end of the Bible study, asked me if I had been saved. And I said, yes. You asked me where Jesus lived at. And I said, in my heart. And then said, Do, have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? And I said, no. And, and why did you say no? Because I knew for a fact that, one, I didn't even know what the Holy Spirit really was, and I know I didn't have it. And now, now let me just interject this, and that's great. That's the greatest thing. God showed you that you were not filled, but a lot of people say, yeah. And that's why you ask the question, well, what's the evidence of being filled with the Spirit? Why? Because some people from a religious standpoint have been taught that the minute you get saved, you automatically receive the Holy Spirit. We see here in Acts chapter 2 that that's not so. That even after you repent and receive Jesus Christ, you have to ask for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So it's not something that automatically happens just before because you confess Jesus Christ. And so what happened? So, and you said no, you were not filled with the Spirit, and what happened? And so Miss Ward, Blanche Ward, Apostle Ward's wife, let me in a prayer to receive the Holy Spirit. And I closed my eyes and then we went through the procedure. And in my soul, I could hear the devil saying, it ain't going to work. This what is was stupid. the procedure? Just real quick. To, a few minutes. To, um, um, after you see the prayer and then you just move, you let open your mouth and let a little sound come out. And eventually the Holy Spirit takes over and then you lose control. And, Praise the Lord. And that's what happened. It took a while because I had to mentally overcome the barriers, which is what most people have to do. Because your mind, your soul's voice was talking to you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the devil. It was your your soul. Your unrenewed soul, even though you see you can be saved and, and believe in Jesus Christ, but you your soul still has to be renewed to the precepts, principles, and the ways of the Lord. You said the devil, but that just means that your soul was still listening to the devil more than it was listening to God. That's all. Because I'm going to tell you something. You can get to a place and where very minutely the devil talks to you because you're so busy talking to God and thinking about him. And every so often something will pop up. And I, you know what I do? Immediately I cast, I cast that down, devil. I ain't or you, I see these little visions where he trying to destroy me. I'm in I'm in my van and, and turn the corner and somebody hit me broadside and it's over. You know? And um coming to the studio today, there was a, there was two funerals. That's why it yeah, touched me. Cotton. You saw the funerals? Mm-hmm. It was two of them, but it was going opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was thinking, what legacy will I leave in this earth? How many people will be saved as a result of my existence? Will I be counted? And I, and I, you know, you know, as as I want to be counted as great. I don't want to be ordinary. I did that. I was great in football. I went to take a art of a football artifact to one of the 
uh, NFL Congress the other day, and the man said, Chris, you need to put behind your name on all the stuff, your website and all that, Chris Ward NFL great. And I looked at him, I said, oh, wow. He said, well, you need to put that on everything, your ministry and all that. That's going to give you uh, a platform, blah, 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 blah. I said, well, I'll take it under con- the consideration of the Holy Spirit, but I don't want them to be focusing on Chris Ward, the ex-football player. I want them to be focused on Chris Ward, Apostle Chris Ward, the man that's carrying the goods today. All right, so finish your story up. So after I overcame those barriers and then let the Holy Spirit in, it was it was a miraculous transformation in my soul. And then I realized what I was doing. And then they told me to stop and then start again and then stop. And what's the purpose behind that? To show that you, once the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, that you do have the control over how you speak in tongues and how often you do it. Wow. So once you get filled, the Holy Spirit never stops talking to you from the inside out. Mm-hmm. You just have to arrange your soul in your life and give him an opportunity to work with you. Selah. Hallelujah. And so you were filled with the Holy Spirit. Is there any doubt in your mind that you got filled with the Holy Spirit that day? Mm-mm. No doubt in your mind. And for me, uniquely, it was that I, I couldn't stop, really. Praise even, the Lord. even after it was like taking 10 shots of caffeine, I couldn't stop. I had the jitters all afternoon. Praise the Lord. God is good. What is that? The indwelling of the Holy Spirit. David says, thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. So what was happening? He just kept pouring. He started dealing with all the the iniquity and the transgressions that was in your life from the inside out. And the evidence that the Holy Spirit is doing work in your life is that you are speaking in other tongues. You should, everybody should pray in tongues. Uh, Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. And I wish that you all would do that. What? Praying tongues every day, but you have a, and I don't even know, man, because when you have a prayer meeting at a church, who comes and then how long are they going to stay? What are they going to really pray about? And then are they filled with the spirit? I went to one a few months, years back and they wouldn't, it was all this whole Lord. If you can help us get through and it wouldn't, it wasn't nobody praying in the spirit. Wow. And so that's an issue. Because that's another one of the great weapons that you have that's part of the redemption package that Jesus gave us is to use the Holy Spirit. You can pre-order the amount of power, the amount of efficacy that you have in the management of your life and release power into things that you believe in God for just by paying in the Holy Spirit. It's a shortcut to the power release that brings you, brings manifestation in your life. See? It brings manifestation. So are you glad that you got filled with the Spirit? Absolutely. I never go back. Mm-hmm. You ain't going back. Mm-mm. You ain't going back across the Jordan <laughs> on the other side. It's like this morning I was thanking God as I left the house. Thank the Holy Spirit for reminding me about something I was about to forget. Amen. Like he should have reminded me to bring that envelope I normally get my producer. And I, and I had so much stuff going on in my mind. But number one thing I had going on in my mind is not to be late. Because I didn't want to be late, and I didn't want to take his time up. I, I respect him enough, to, you know, not to have a one o'clock appointment and get here at one fifty. Saying, "Hey, y'all, how y'all doing?" And you're fifty minutes late, man. Time is very precious, and so we have got to get to the place where do I have time to get the scripture in? Nope. Alex, why don't you lead the people in a, in a prayer of redemption and a prayer for the Holy Spirit right now? Because there's somebody listening out there. 
that if they ask for the Holy Spirit after they receive Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit will come on them now. Go ahead. Everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, I just want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I repent. I believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ for my sins. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, to live inside of me, to be Lord over my life, now and forever. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill me with your presence and give me the ability to speak with new tongues daily. Overcome me and change my life and change me now into the image of that you want me to be in. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, DJ. Can we have some foot stomping music on there? I know we don't. Oh, 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 no, we ain't gonna do that now. We're gonna have a party. <laughs> I'm gonna promise you there's a party. It's, it's a joy going on. Hit me with some of that good old gospel foot stomping stuff, girl. You, I mean, man, you. <laughs> Let me have it, man. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Not oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Give me a chance to take me back to 1945, bro. You're supposed to hit me with something. I got some. Thank you for tuning in to The Voice of Dominion. We thank you for listening. You got our contact information. You got us on Anchor. Give us a donation at uh, www.gamn.life. You can go to the donations page. We respect and we thank you for all the money that you do donate. It helps us to put conferences on, produce this show, and to come to your town and we can lead you to be filled with the Spirit personally or be saved in Jesus' name. Come visit us at 9815 South Vermont at Christian Church every Saturday, 830. We'd love to see you and to teach you how to bring the power and authority of Jesus Christ and the miracles of Jesus Christ to your neighborhood. Amen. Hallelujah. At this time, we would like to say thank you to all of our listeners out there and our ministry supporters. We thank you for your support. And if you have not become a supporter yet, you may do so by checking out the listener support option in the Anchor app. You can also go to our website at www.gamn.life and go to the donations page and make a donation there. We do appreciate all of your support as your donations help to continue the broadcast of this show. And to help us to put on new conferences for the Global Apostolic Ministerial Network in your city and your hometown. We thank you for your support and have a wonderful evening.